Hello friends, welcome back to the Village Conversations podcast. I am your host, Rafilo Ramatlodendlub. The Village Conversations is a space filled with empowerment, inspiration, and encouragement. And we do this through having conversation. If you are new here, a warm welcome to you. Don't forget to subscribe so you are kept abreast of new episodes. To my regulars, thank you so much for sticking around. I love hearing from you. So do keep the feedback coming. Today I'm alone and to kickstart this new month, I will be sharing some insights on self-leadership. I will be discussing the bond between self-leadership and self-awareness. Have you ever considered that successful leadership of others begins with mastering the art of leading the self? If you haven't mastered self-leadership, this will certainly reflect on how you lead your teams, whether at work, in your family structures, in church, or anywhere else. Self-leadership is a precursor to great leadership which is characterized by leading individuals authentically and effectively. But how do you do this? Well, self-leadership begins with self-awareness. Leading oneself efficiently requires a high level of self-awareness. Self-awareness empowers the one in a leadership role to lead themselves in a way that also positively influences others. Positively influencing others requires transformation from the inside out. And I've got some tips on how you can begin this transformation. Number one, you need to look at life objectively. Looking at your life through this lens will bring you to a place of truth where you are not guided by your feelings but by factuality. Think of a time when something went wrong in your life and instead of acknowledging your part in it, you felt so justified in pointing your finger at the other person. This is hard but necessary. Looking at your life objectively means you'll come face to face with parts of you which you wish to keep hidden. However, in the hidden parts of our lives lie our greatest and deepest yearnings for unconditional love and acceptance. But before we unlock this desired unconditional love and acceptance from the world, we have to first grant it to ourselves. The journey always starts with us. And on the flip side, looking at life objectively also affords us the opportunity to acknowledge ourselves for how far we've come, the good that is happening in our lives, the challenges we've been able to overcome, and how much we actually have to be grateful for. The lens of objectivity empowers us to truly live life authentically and allows us to step into a realm of abundantly experiencing the fullness of life just as we were meant to. Number two, be open to receiving feedback. 
We all love it when people rave about how great we are and we never really want to hear anything else that may be perceived as negative feedback. And I say negative in inverted commas because I don't believe that there is negative feedback. But who needs feedback that just strokes the ego but lacking in substance that leads to growth? Certainly not me. I would rather receive all feedback to support the transformative journey that I'm on. When you embark on a transformative journey, you need to be open to receiving feedback. Just as in point one earlier, objective feedback can only help empower you as an individual. If you don't know where to start, enlist the support of your friends, family, and co-workers on this journey. Ask them to highlight your strengths and weaknesses. Some helpful and unhelpful habits that you may have. Some character traits and anything else that you may think of. Number three, be a good listener. The digital landscape has imposed always on behavioral tendencies. It is very rare that you find two people really engrossed in a conversation without any distractions from external forces, such as the inclination to respond to a beeping message on our phones. We all are guilty of this. And unfortunately, as we do this, we also miss out on being good listeners. Peter Drucker says, the most important thing in communication is to hear what isn't being said. Being a good listener requires the ability to hear. But how can we hear when we are always distracted? Communication doesn't just relate to our interactions with others, but also interactions with ourselves too. What story do you keep telling yourself? What is prevalent in your internal dialogues? How are you distracting yourself from what you are feeling? When your body or intuition communicates with you, are you listening and heading out its cautions? Think and reflect on these questions to get clarity on how good your listening is. Whether you're a parent leader in an organization you need to listen in closely with a firm focus on what is not being said when in conversation with yourself or with others always be on the lookout for cues presented in body language facial expressions tone of voice and energy shifts be daring enough to explore those Get into the habit of having quiet times so that you can listen to yourself. Because of digitalization, we live in an always-on world with loads of noise around us. If we don't take time out to listen in stillness, we miss the opportunities of inner transformation. Quiet time allows us reflective moments which are vital to our self-awareness and subsequent growth. Try it sometime. Number four, 
keep a journal. The power contained in the art of journaling is completely unmatched. I know that some people do say they struggle with journaling pen and paper, but there are many ways to actually journal. A journal helps to keep track of your thoughts, emotions, and moments in time with noting. Taking time to journal, most effective when coupled with quiet time, will empower you to reflect on where you are and how you are actually feeling. Journaling serves as a visual representation of where your thoughts may be leading you, placing you in a powerful position of redirecting the route to where you want to really be or go. Journaling is a supportive tool towards greater self-awareness as it helps you better understand your triggers. When you have a view of how you feel, and where your feelings are leading you, which will be reflected in your journal, your triggers surface. When you are aware of your triggers, you are empowered to self-regulate, allowing you to lead in all aspects of life with affluence. From what I've highlighted, it is clear that effective self-leadership as an outcome of self-awareness requires vulnerability. Vulnerability breeds authenticity. So I urge you to be curious about who you are, your thoughts, and why you think them. Be curious about how you are feeling and why you are feeling that way. To better self-lead, you need to be curious about you as a whole person not parts of you that look appealing. This curiosity will lead you to a place of greater self-awareness necessary for your growth and towards living a more fulfilled, authentic life. If you need coaching support whilst on this journey or you don't even know how to start, do reach out to me via email refiloe at refilorn.com the first session will definitely be on me. There's other ways that you can reach out to me and they are in the episode description. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you have been inspired and encouraged, but mostly challenged to take a step towards the journey of self-awareness. I would really like to hear from you. So do leave a review, subscribe, and share the podcast with your network. We all need a foothold of inspiration every now and again. Until next time, have a good week and stay blessed.